gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Oh, the paper's out again. What is making news? Um, indulge me. Allow me to indulge you. Yeah, that's it. I'm not indulging <laughs> Entertain you. me yeah. uh, for a second here, Steph. Can um, I just say, I particularly like one of these text votes. Dame Knowles for sure. Bennett's a grump. He is a bit <laughs> of a grumpy bugger. Um, Steph, I, you know that I'm a massive, mega, um, unrelenting ice hockey fan. NHL. And the playoffs are just around the corner. Um, will you allow me just to... Can we just do something on the playoffs? At some, just just when they're around the corner? On the show? Yeah. If you do the interview, because I'll explain. Well, we don't even have to do an interview. We can just basically have a yarn about it. Okay. But well, we maybe, could do an interview. Maybe we'll just... We'll, we'll do Master and Apprentice, and I'll just chuck you questions as the apprentice. Yeah, sure. And the reason why I bring this up is because yesterday the Bruins, the Boston Bruins, um, picked up their 60th win of the NHL season. Staff the record, the all-time record for wins in an NHL season, 62. Oh. And there are five games to go. Ooh. So and the Bruins have a chance. Like? Um... Get I haven't actually checked, but um, I I mean, given how they're playing at the moment, um, I would say it's likely. You'd Three say. from five. Um, I can tell you who they've got. Ooh, they've got the Maple Leafs. Traditional original six rivalry between now, the Bruins they, and the Maple Leafs. Why are they not the Maple Leafs? You raise an age-old question that's never been answered. Oh, really? Correct. Yeah, they. That, there is a reason why. I think it's to do with grammar... 80, 90 years ago when it was first started and their desire to keep the tradition there, so they've never changed it, but I could be wrong. You can have a Google of it. Then we face the New Jersey Devils, another good team, and then we've got the Flyers, the Capitals, and the Canadians. We should win those three. So three from five, very possible for the Boston Bruins. But I am a little bit scared because I get PTSD every time a a Boston team does well because it gets to the playoffs and we all know what happens in the playoffs a team that's ranked 8th ends up winning the Stanley Cup so just hoping that it is our year I've got the answer for Boston yeah go on why isn't the Toronto Maple Leaves instead of Leafs it's because they were named after the Maple Leaf Regiment of the Canadian Army oh there you go and since Maple Leaf is a proper noun the correct plural is Maple Leafs not maple leaves. Wow, well, that's a lot more interesting than what I threw at you. Mm. Um, fantastic. They still suck, and I still don't like them, and <laughs> we're still going to beat them in Game 7 like we always do. Sorry, Logan Swinkles. Mm. He's a big Maple Leafs fan. Um, hopefully, as well, but a breaking news for you, hopefully uh, Dylan Walker running it straight tomorrow afternoon. Stop it. 3.15. So TBC at the moment, but uh, it's it's. Are you in brave enough... To ask him if he enjoys the nickname that he and Jazz Tavanger got of the Bull Brothers. I don't know if they came up with that themselves. I feel like that's been conjured by fans. I, I or the always media. remember Joe Nullivar and Tony Pulitua with the hair bears. Right, so they're Bull Bros, the hair bears and the Bull Bros. Yeah. I'll ask, I can ask him, Steph. What? I can say, what, what is your guys' nickname? Surely they've got a nickname within the team. Yes. And I want to know what people call them. But very interested to talk to Dylan Walker because he has been a massive massive part of the Warriors' success through the first five rounds and uh, definitely one of the signings of the off-season. So, TBC, but fingers crossed. Dylan Walker tomorrow, 3.15. What else is making news around the world? Spare a thought, if you can, please, Steph, for uh, Drake. Why? Uh, He's lost $250,000. 
which he put down on um, March Madness, the actual March Madness in the final four. Uh, it was a all underdogs parlay. So, you know, bets on the underdogs uh, with a return of $1.5 million. Um, unfortunately for him, that did not come in. And uh, he's down 250 k I feel sorry for him. You know, losing that sort of money, Steph. Yep. Um, it's probably about a dollar. It's about a dollar multi in our, in our account. Um, you remember last year he placed a million dollars on Argentina to win the World Cup final. Mm. He won that, did he? Yeah, Argentina won. Yeah, so he would have got that money back, wouldn't he? Did he... Um, um, is he still is he still recording? Is, is yeah, he, he does. Is he still I, I, I mean, come on, Finn is strikes me as a Drake fanboy. Finn, what can you give us on Drake? What's the latest on the on not Drizzy? A, not a Drake fanboy, but you do like him. He's all right. I've got all his albums. I've got all his albums. What's he? Where's he at at the moment? When, when was his latest album drop? Uh, he dropped two last year. Does he do two a year? Well, he had a collab album with another artist. Okay. And then he had like a house techno kind of album come out last year as well. Okay. So, well, yeah, there you go, there Steph. You go. That'll be your Spotify listening on the way home. Not while you're stuck in traffic. He's got a good beard, Drake. Yeah, it's quite defined, isn't it? Yeah. Very defined. Yeah. Um, vending machines in Japan. <laughs> Have you been to Japan? No. But you know that I think it's a Japanese thing The vending machines And like you can buy phones On the side of the street In a vending machine You basically buy You literally can buy anything Steph Because in the uh, Tazawaka station in Akita I'm presuming as a prefecture um, Local restaurant Sabogaro Wanted to appeal to tourists Wanting to try something different At the dinner table Outside The restaurant is a vending machine That is available 24-7 Selling At £13 Around about $20 New Zealand Beer meat. What? Beer. Oh, beer. As in grizzly me- beer. As in grizzly beer. Brown beer, black beer. Meat. For your purchase, through a vending machine. Beer meat vending machine. How about it? Well. Would you want to try it before you... Like, would you want to taste it maybe at the restaurant first, then buy it on the way out? Or yeah. would you just give it a go? Would you give it a go? Like you do at the gelato. Could I just have a little taste of that pecan and vanilla thing before I commit yeah. to a whole serving. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think I'd want beer meat. I, there's a couple of guys I follow on YouTube, actually, and they went to Japan, yep. and they did an experiment. How long can we survive just living off vending machines? Oh, that's fantastic. For everything. That's amazing. Uh, they went six weeks, mm-hmm. and they gave up, and they said we could last a lifetime. There's everything available. Clothes, everything, coffee, beer, drink, food, um electronics there's everything available in vending machines so they said after six weeks we're fine we're happy we're healthy we could live well, the rest of our days well the demand for this beer meat was so high that's why they decided to but i want to know if if it was cooked from the restaurant and you buy it like as a meal or whether or not you're buying the raw beer meat because i feel like people want to buy it they've tasted it at the restaurant or they've heard about it at the restaurant and that's why the demands there I doubt the demands there for just raw beer meat so that I you cook c- yourself it's probably like a drive through and they cook it and then they just put it in the vending machine that spits it out and they've just cooked it inside maybe and chuck it on maybe. a little conveyor I'll, I'll do some I'll do some extra research why haven't vending machines happened in New Zealand pretty much ever I don't know but we had a vending machine back at, when we were in the TAB building and that thing was very very um, addictive oh but that's just your, your standard chocolate and nuts yeah. and coca-cola yeah, and yeah but Oz, i think aussie uh is it aussie you can get pizza vending machines and they cook it while you wait eight minutes like that 
Mm. I'll tell you a quick story actually about a mate who went to Japan. He was uh, living in Korea. Um, Korea is not Japan. No, but he went to Japan. He was living in Korea, went to Japan okay. for a weekend and uh, went, sort of did a bit of a nomad thing and went into like the hills and did like a bit of a trek and a climb. And he was <laughs> sitting in the hills eating dinner with some, uh, you know, fellow Japanese people. First time the music's ever run out on What's Making News, by the way. Mm. That's like a 10 minute bed and it's just run out. Um he goes up into the hills and he's having dinner with some you know, locals and he doesn't really understand what they're doing and someone comes in and offers him food and he says, yeah, whatever. And they say, well, you got to try it, you got to try it. So he has it. And it's, I think it's like sort of like a soupy type thing and he eats it and he's like, man, this meat is like, I've never tasted this meat before. What is it? And then uh, they sort of say, I don't know what the word is, but it's sort of like, you know, sinsu, sinsu. And he was like, okay, I don't know what that is. And he's like, I can't understand. And one of them goes, woof, woof. <laughs> it was dog. He was eating dog. And he's a massive dog like lover, so oh. you can just imagine. I can just see the moment where he sort of like <sighs> stops chewing, and <laughs> oh, okay. God. But yeah, so just be careful when you go to those places. You want to know what you're eating before uh, you put it in your mouth. Finally, in terms of a story, mm. um, this was making. I didn't bring this up in what's making news last week, but there was a big story making waves on social media when. In, it's called Arizona Dairy Queen, and it's famous for like um, frozen, like basically frozen cokes and fr- you know different flavors and frozen like sorbets and ice creams, mm-hmm. and also famous because when you buy one, you get given this like iconic red spoon, plastic spoon that you eat it out of. Now, out the front of the shop is a giant red spoon <laughs> to say you know the welcome to Arizona Dairy Queen. It was stolen, Steph. It was stolen last weekend. And police had no idea where it was. No one knew why it had been stolen, apart from probably a prank. But it's been found. It's been found overnight. Michael Foster, 52, spotted the four-and-a-half-metre spoon at about 7 a.m. in the morning. It was lying on the ground behind a fence that surrounds a Phoenix middle school baseball field, (laughs) just three kilometres from the scene. Steph, he found it, remember, 52 years old, whilst playing Pokemon Go. Stop it! (laughs) He was playing Pokemon Go at the age of 52, which is a sort of story in and of itself. And whilst he was out at 7am, probably hunting a Gyarados or a, or a Squirtle, mm. he's found mm. himself the big red spoon and he's returned it to Arizona Dairy Queen. They're very thankful because they did offer a $5,000 reward. I'm not sure if he, I'm sure he probably does get that, doesn't he, for finding it. Mm. Happy days. Do you remember, happy days. Uh, do you remember Pokemon Go when it had, at its height, yeah, in yep. New Zealand, hundred percent. I was, I was part of it. I would admit Were it. You? Yeah, just for a, just for a month, maybe. I didn't, re- it didn't really appeal to me, but I did play it for a little bit. I've got mates who still play. This is like six years on, or we, it's, I'm pretty sure it came out like six years. Still playing. I'm like, what? What do you even do now? Like, it's been six years. Like, do, are there new Pokemon? Are, do, like, the new games that you play? The, but they're like, no, no, it's just the same. It just you know, go, and they're, they're addicted. Mm. I, can't, I just can't believe it. I honestly can't believe you'd play something for six years. Because I'd heard that Pokemon Go, because Pokemon originated in Japan, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. Um, so I heard Pokemon Go was massive in Asia. Like mm-hmm. lots. Um, my last trip to Thailand was at the height of Pokemon Go. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like it. Oh, I think you told me that some people just walking around and like on their phones looking for... Massive groups. Yeah. And they were there were lots of school kids still, so they'd finish school and, and they're all in school uniform. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. There would be packs of fifty school kids on a street corner, and then they'd send out soldiers, sort of 
out all four corners and then they'd yell out and this pack of 50 would all go down and capture this elusive thing. Wow. And, and then I went to rural, well, not not touristy parts of Thailand, and they're doing it in Rawai and in, in mm. Ao Nang, which is hardly anyone there, but all the locals. It felt like every single local was playing Pokemon Go. And I was like, what's the prize? Oh, there's no prize. No, and they end up deleting the app after like, well, they should end up deleting the app after a couple of months or a year or two, and then it's all that time's been for nothing. Uh nothing, You get nothing out of it. I'll give you a fact. And this one here, I'd like you to just, um, if you're listening out there on ECNZ. You're going to tell us all to close our eyes. That's part of this, but what I want you to do is go home and try this on your partner, okay, whether it's uh, your wife or your husband or your girlfriend, boyfriend, etc. Just go home and try this, right? Researchers at Oxford University have discovered that when someone prods one of your middle toes, so I'm, I'm assuming just not the, the two edges. Two, three, or four. When someone prods one of your middle toes while your eyes are closed, 90% of people are unable to tell which toe's being poked. Wow. So go home and just try it out. Just get your, your partner to close their eyes, poke one of the middle toes, and see if they can figure out which one it is. Oh. Little, little experiment for you there. One of your best. One of your best. I'm just going to take my shoe off. Uh, Sam, come in here and poke my toe. Uh, new sport and weather with Johnny Mac. Uh, not far away, in fact, right after this, we'll be announcing our queen or king of the ring winner of our final matchups of the Elite Eight. And also, we'll be joining, Jim, uh, what's his name? James Smith. Jimmy Smith, SEN host over there in Australia. We go live into him. He comes live into us. We'll be doing that after the news.